Frank Krueger. I am ready to go pro in all of your applications. Are you ready to let <laughs> you more money, Frank? Is that the 2022 goals? Yeah, yes. My goal is to get as much money from you, James, as much as possible, as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's my new life goal. Now, <laughs> uh, you've inspired me. This, this is your fault. Uh, I've decided to add pro versions to my apps. Wow. And this is this is all your fault. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, I blame Apple at the end of the day because they started with the iPhones and then just did the S's and the Macs and then they did the pros. And then, you know, I want to, I mean, why am I not going to buy the pro? It's only a hundred dollars more. Why would I not buy the pro? <laughs> it's pro. What am I not a pro? I'm definitely a pro. Come on now. Pro. So how many how, how many people are like you? Did, we did the math for yours. It's it's one out of a thousand people are kind of like you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and yeah, I, I think it's a, a the thing is about one or two percent. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Well, OK. So um, what I decided was and I've actually heard from customers in the past that my apps have been out for a while. I released iCircuit in 2010 and there are people who bought it in 2010 and been happily using it ever since. And it's just been a little bit bad of me that I've never released like a version two and capitalized on like an existing market or anything like that. Meanwhile, I do spend um, time and effort and monies uh, to maintain it and update it and all that kind of stuff. And I generally rely on new sales for all of that, which is a tiny bit crazy given that all the world's forces are subscriptions and all of that. But I've decided not to go all in on subscriptions, as in make a free app and then um, pay for it to you know, make it not free. Apple really should offer trials like the Windows Store does and all that. But I decided um, the Pro version's kind of perfect for this app um, because I have a large parts library and it's really easy for me to just kind of pick and choose which parts are in which uh, possible available version and all that kind of stuff. And I'd like to talk about this too. I was tempted with the idea of adding a tip jar to the app. And I decided after some contemplation that I much prefer a pro feature over a tip jar. Um, we can get into that too. So people are paying for your application. So this, I mean, this is a little bit different than what I did because I decided to go from the paid version, you know, or even think about doing a paid version and just have only free versions of my applications. And then additionally, any of my free versions remain free. And then I gave people the option to get new functionality to upgrade to pro. Like I, I kind of thought of it in my mind was if I was a user of this app and I read it on the app store and it says, here's what it is. And if I installed it, I would get that. And anything above and beyond that would really be for people that are pro users at the end of the day. You know, a good example of this would be back in my day when <laughs> I would install IDEs, there'd be extensions. Some of those extensions are free. Some of those are paid. Now I can decide I have the base that's pretty good. It's working pretty good. Are there stuff over there that maybe I want to I wanna pay a little bit more money for? <laughs> that's good. Now, the funny part about that is that, you know, your IDEs could also be paid. And then there could also be paid things on top of it, which is kind of the route that you're going for. You're like, hey... This is a uh, this is more than an application that shows a number. Yeah, see what, see what I did there? Just dug dug right just, in deep. It just really, I just twist, twist, <laughs> twisted deep, deep cut um, in there. Now, 
people are paying and they're paying like what two and a half coffees or so yeah. for you two and a half coffees two two, two, two coffees yeah two co- two fancy coffees <laughs> two fancy. yeah plus, two nice plus coffees. yeah oh yeah throwing that tip yeah and that, that that's been the tricky part with all of this um so basically i just don't have the guts to make a free version <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. this is my livelihood i pay the rent based on this and all that and i just don't have the guts to do such a dramatic experiment as throw out a free version and then rely on the sales but of course if you're gonna engineer in the ability to have different SKUs, you know standard versus pro then I've also taken the time to throw in a free version. So it really just comes down to the point of um, where would I be comfortable releasing a free version? But I think what I'm doing um, is fair. And it took me a while to decide if it was fair. Is it a just payment system? So I'm still asking people to pay for two coffees uh, in order to buy the app. And you are honestly getting the majority of the features, the huge majority. The pro features are going to be really those nerdy things. So all the varieties of different kinds of chips, not just the four or five chips that you use most often, but a much larger library of those things. I decide I'm still going to put in the ones that you use, uh, the four or five most common ones that you put in, that kind of stuff, because people are paying for the app. I want to make sure the app is still very functional when they're paying for it. But it's been kind of silly for me to not have some kind of subscription option in the app. And so just finding that line of what awesome killer features can I get people to buy the pro version for, but still not feel bad charging uh, the base version for. You're in a great situation right now, because unlike me, who introduced a pro feature and then introduced a pro subscription like an idiot, <laughs> uh, you're in you're in a blank slate. So you have this. One, this is your one opportunity. You got one shot to make your decision. So I it sounds like you're going with a subscription monthly base system. Are you going to go with you know, buy more, do a year, get a reduction, or you're going to do a free trial. You know, there's free trials of subscriptions, yeah. by the way, too, that you can do. Well, yeah. so I that was a big contemplation because in the past, you and I have talked about you have the buyout feature where mm-hmm. um, in general you're a subscription, but you have a buyout, so you don't have to do them. I decided to keep it even simpler than that. Because it is, I'm billing it as a pro feature for an app that you already have and an app that's already very functional without that pro feature. The pro feature really is for those one out of a thousand, one out of, well, hopefully it's not that bad. Maybe it's, hopefully it's like a one out of a hundred people are willing to get like, yeah, all those detailed elements and things like that. One of a, one out of a thousand would be bad. That wouldn't be worth it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, one out of a hundred would be pretty good. What do you think? Uh, do, do you think it's kind of crazy asking for a pay upfront app and an app purchase? But obviously other people do that too. No, no, no. You're totally fine. I mean, this is how my refrigerator works, Frank. Uh, my refrigerator, I purchased my refrigerator and I was like, cool, I have a brand new refrigerator. It's fantastic. Do you know what a refrigerator needs every six months, Frank? Electricity? No, no, no. That's that's just a that's just an ongoing forever. Am I not doing something to my refrigerator that I should be doing, James? Well, not all refrigerators have this because you know I got those fancy refrigerators that have oh. life saving water filtration built into them. Not not well one, not all not all refrigerators have a water system built in, and not all of them have filtration built in. I got that fancy filtration. Mm-hmm 
Plus, and you know how they even got me even further? When I went to go buy the water replacement, you know, filtration system, it's like wait, 30 wait, bucks. Let me guess. You got the gold filters. There's literally gold no. in the filter. No. Okay. Surprisingly not. Um, <laughs> there, because uh, I bought, the, we bought the refrigerator from Best Buy and Best Buy's like, hey, did you know that you can also, you know, buy more filters? You're going to need to do this every six months because it's programmed just to go red every six months. It doesn't much. It doesn't matter how much water you use. It's just going to go red. You need to replace it. And it's like, why don't you just sign up for a subscription every six months? We'll just send you a filter, say 5%. Oh, Best Buy, you know, I'm going to get that new filter every six months. And it just <laughs> shows up, Frank. So your application is just like my refrigerator that always gets $30 from me every six months. And it's kind of ridiculous. No, but I mean, there's other apps out there that, yeah. that we use every single day. I mean, if I look at you know, if you were to even look at Visual Studio, you know, Pro and Enterprise, those are paid SKUs, right? Th that are well, out there. People, people, very expensive. People pay for them, right? Um, I would say that, well, interestingly enough, some of the Photoshop stuff have, have moved over, but you can buy some and not buy some. Um, well, uh, they're mostly subscription now. Every time mm -hmm. I've gone for a Photoshop, it seems very difficult to buy a version, if not impossible at this point. They seem all subscription. I'm actually trying to think of an app that I use that I paid for that I then bought a subscription for. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Well, this will be a fun experiment. <laughs> we will find out. I am very tempted to do the free version, but I, I've kind of come to terms with this is going to be good. So in the code, I created a little enum called app SKU, which is free, standard, or pro. <laughs> And so go. in the future, I can mess around and move things around very easily and kind of keep the same UI. I think, again, I'd be a little bit afraid to do it uh, on the App Store because then I would have a free version competing with my main version. And then I would should, probably should just take the main version down, but then I lo lose all the SEO and permanent mm. links to it. So no, don't do that. I am in a little bit of a, yeah, I think I think I found a happy medium. I'm pretty sure. But I still have a few more problems. You ready to hear my problems? Hold on. Hold that thought. Because, Frank, I just thought of it. You know, an mm -hmm. app you actually pay for is, isn't, um, what's that podcast app that we use? Zencaster? No, the podcast app <laughs> on iPhone. I use MoCast. Hi, everyone. You download MoCast, the best oh, podcast yeah. player for iOS. What's that? What's overcast. That? Overcast. That <laughs> yeah. Overcast. I just wanted to put it late in the th list. Because, <laughs> yeah. Is Overcast paid? Is that a paid app? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, but it, uh, there is a free version and you pay for a pro version or pro something. Pro version. Like yeah. I used to pay for, uh, funnily enough, I paid for Pocket Cast and then I paid them more once they decided that they needed more money and then they turn into a subscription or like a lifetime subscription. Mm -hmm. Same with Plex, same thing. Like people have always like changed over the, over the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember now overcast, I think had the ads and then, and then they like had an ad to, to get, it was funny. Like you could give him more money and then you could turn back on the ads. Cause if you like the ads that much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which sure. Funny. Yeah. Oh, so it actually takes away the ads. Interesting. Correct. I've, I've had softwares in the past go from a one-time purchase to a subscription. I stopped using them, but my anecdote there, um, it used to be an app store um, sales downloader. Yeah. The joke there was they radically changed their UI at the same time they changed their pricing model. 
Mm. I was actually okay with the pricing model, but they went and changed the UI. So I was like, oh gosh, you, you took what was a beautiful, simple app and made it all complicated and you want to charge me a sub. And so that just frustrated me and I was out. But um, in this case, I'm not changing the UI. People, people have gotten very used to the UI and they hate it when I change anything too radically. Yeah, what I like about your approach, and I think it's a totally valid approach. I'm going to be interested to see how it shakes out for you and see what it looks like, you know, six months from now, 12 months from now, and how you introduce it and how you advertise it gracefully, which I know you will, is I think of um, there's like, you know, coffee machines like Nespresso's or whatever we talked about before, where you you buy the machine and then you can, you got to buy the pods right now. Yeah. You got to keep the subscription going. Now you could buy a one-time pod and fill that with your own coffee yourself, X, Y, Z as an option, for example. But I do think it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's all yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. And again, I, I kind of feel good about it because I don't think it's going to hurt the normal app sales. Like I, maybe there'll be a tiny dip, but it's probably going to be immeasurable because maybe you'll see the with in-app purchases and you're like, what? I'm going to spend this money and there's in-app purchases. So maybe there's some percentage of the population that would turn off from it. But in general, um, it should be mostly additive. I'm hoping. (laughs) Cross my fingers. I'll report Mm. back. And so, you know, even if at the first month I only get one subscriber, uh, again, going back to you, you were pretty inspiring. You had, to, to, to be a little blunt, a low number of subscribers. But as you put it, they add up. It's if you just get a couple subscribers a month, you know, after 12 months, that's actually an appreciable number of people and things like that. Exactly. And so it's not just pure greed either, a little bit of greed, <laughs> but inflation's on the rise. You know, I used to charge $20 for this app and now I only charge $10 for the app. So already it's at a huge discount from what I used to sell it at. And so I'm thinking it's just been a little bit silly of me to leave a bit of money on the table for people who are willing to pay the subscription and get that cool pro badge. I got to get, I do have to work on my iconography a little bit, make people very happy. They got the pro mark on there. And did you decide to introduce monthly, three months, six months, 12 months? We did talk about this in my, we're always talking about subscriptions, but we talked about it. And, you know, I do, I always feel like there's this, there's this camp right out there. And we, we sort of, even our amazing Patreon supporters, thank you, Patreon supporters. They've, they've sometimes very rarely, very rarely people say, Hey, how come I, I just can't give you more money? Oh, you know, and <laughs> those are um, great people. <laughs> those are great people. Like, oh, well, you know, well, thank you. Just you know, be in there. It's just being there. So the interesting part is I'm very curious about, I mean, I'd be interested about all the pricing of all this stuff like that. But the very fascinating part would be like, hey, what if there's an ultimate deluxe unlock lifetime subscription or like lifetime pro purchase? So that's whatever the maximum is. What's that like? a thousand dollars or like two hundred dollars <laughs> like just give me give frank two hundred dollars and you get yeah. everything forever and you get a phone call with frank <laughs> i and i might even pick up a little little caveat there yeah that's that's a good idea i like it a lot um i, <laughs> I don't know i don't I think I re- it's maybe a bad idea i don't know <sighs> i I'm trying to keep it simple. So we were talking about 
the subscriptions and you were talking about how they actually have free trials now it seems mm-hmm. like apple is just doubling tripling down on subscriptions all yeah. the interesting features are going there and things like that and so i'm trying to keep my side simple so i can take advantage of the apple features i don't know if i'm going to throw in the um free trial period at the moment mostly because i already have a whole bunch of testing i need to do and i don't feel like throwing another monkey wrench in there um but also um it should be easy i think i can just go to their web ui and be like a free trial available and as long as i'm checking for the right fields and everything in the code that all should be very easy so i'm hoping that by switching over to a subscription system i can kind of keep up with apple because they're they're definitely playing in those waters they want you there and i need to up my game stay in yeah and this is your first time implementing subscriptions in an app is that correct First time for subscriptions, I've done in-app purchases, and I even did the worst kind of in-app purchases where they acted like subscriptions. <laughs> so you were buying like a month mm. or you were buying a year, but then I would keep track of the dates. I'd verify the receipts myself. I've never done subscription subscriptions. And so, yeah, this is a tiny bit of new territory for me. I should probably go back and listen to the 20-part series of you implementing all this stuff because I still have some questions about what you are doing. Um, but yeah, uh, overall, I, I have some experience here, but subscriptions are a bit new to me. And I keep, I ha- I've had to read a lot of Apple Docs lately to make sure I don't do anything stupidly wrong. Yeah, there's, there's a few things that I would, I, I, you know, we're going to have to retouch up this once you get out there and, and actually see what you do. The, the curious part is, you're rolling your own, which is kind of what I do with my in a billing because I am rolling the billing plugin <laughs> myself and I'm learning as we go. So this is, you know, pretty raw API. And yeah, the real difference ends up becoming how you have to manage the expiration date and how you check them and when you check them, how often you're querying the store and finishing transactions and doing all this stuff. So that'd be fascinating. And it works very different on Android versus iOS, but you're absolutely iOS. So you're okay. The other real thing that I'm, I would, I would love for one of us to do it. And it's not going to be me because I <laughs> use my own plugin, but I do think that it could be interesting for you, which is the revenue cat. You know about revenue cat? Yes. This is the alternative to all the stuff, uh, alternative to the Android store, alternative to the iOS store, or does mm-hmm. it just integrate with the iOS store? Which one is it? It, it integrates into the iOS and Android app stores and mm-hmm. it enables you to it basically provides a back end and wrapper around store kit and google play billing to managing to manage in-app purchases and subscriptions easier so you don't have to worry about server-side validation back-end code requirements and it also gives you dashboard analytics all sorts of different things i know there's there's folks that swear by this uh in general um but I'm- Glad you brought it up because since I haven't released yet, I should definitely take a look first and at least get a feel for it and decide if it's uh, for me because I do have a problem. Um, I have an iOS version, a Mac version, an Android version, and a Windows version that Mm. I support. And I've one of the big stumbling blocks to me doing in-app purchases was I didn't have a unified way to handle all of those. And so I'm not sure does Revenue Cat handle their own database and everything, but it might be something I, I want to look at. So I appreciate that. 
Yeah. It's, it's, as a lot of people recommended it to me and they said, Hey James, you should probably stop trying to do this yourself and just do revenue cat X, Y, Z. Now I don't think I actually have an official Xamarin SDK, but they have like iOS and Android SDKs and Mac catalyst SDKs and stuff like that. Well, that is excellent. And now you're making me wonder. Can I tell you my initial lazy plan for handling the Android in the Windows because I didn't feel like writing a cross-platform purchasing system? Oh, yeah, go for it. Those platforms traditionally for me have have been lower selling, <clears throat> excuse me, low, uh, lower profits, lower everything, yeah. lower margin, all, all lower. <laughs> so I was thinking for those ones, um, I would just sell the Pro version and maybe even up them a dollar or two, or I think the Windows Store actually makes it easier than that. Um, But I was thinking it would be a little bit of a bump for those other platforms too, if I could say this is iCircuit Pro over here and make people feel good about uh, their purchase there. And that way I can keep the iOS price low, have subscriptions. But um, that might be a bad idea now that you've reminded me about Revenue Cat, but just wanted to put it out there. That was my original idea. Interesting. So you would have a separate version of your app on the app store no no i'm sorry for ios we're doing what we were just talking about i'm just talking about for android and windows what am i going to do for android and windows oh a one-time purchase yeah exactly oh fascinating yeah what revenue cat could do is they could they could they can have a back end for you that i think would yeah be like oh i'm logged in auth whatever blah 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 and they can tie devices between the two together. That's the other only bummer on it. Yeah, that's fascinating. I mean, you can at least start there, right? And give yep. people a mm-hmm. one-app purchase, and you can always add a subscription later uh, as well. I don't actually offer w- uh, subscriptions on Windows because I'd never implemented the code. So if you ever implement the code, you can ah. share it with me, and then I will <laughs> I will go ahead and actually do it. So Well, then... The reason I never had to do it on Windows was the the Windows Store had that beautiful free trial period yeah. that you could set in your app. And again, I just wish Apple would get back to that. But I've, I'm so tired of saying that that I don't even bring it up anymore. But I wish I could just <laughs> have a checkbox for free trials on the App Store. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that I've said it out loud, I actually don't like my idea of having the Pro version because then I could then I could never add the subscription to those. So I think I would have to stick with the standard version on Windows and Android until I add the Pro feature. And then it comes up, if you buy, if you subscribe to Pro on Android, shouldn't you get Pro on iOS? And again, that's where a third party might be very useful to me. So we might have an episode on Revenue Cat. So. Yeah, that is the <laughs> that is the conundrum, I would say, because then what we need is that we need a... We need a, and well, and then the, the other crazy part at that point is that what if you cut out the middle store and you just have a, hey, buy, <laughs> buy, buy your subscription from me, right? I'd log into your account and then you can sync it to your account once you log in XYZ and then you don't have to give up your 30% cut. It's very tempting. Um, honestly, one big roadblock is I really don't know what the Apple rules are. I forget yeah. how they work. Like, do you offer the exact same price? Is that the idea? You, um, you, it's the same price, mm-hmm. and you can't like talk about it in your app. I think or something. 
Right. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. Um, right. So that's an option. I just don't like messing with Apple that much. But I, I do have a user account system already because I have the iCircuit gallery where people can upload circuits. Mm. And so I was thinking about uh, asking people to log into that so I could synchronize uh, the data. And that way they could restore from different operating systems and I could use my server, not as the actual payment system, but as a mirror, as something that can be updated from the different payment systems. There you go. But that's sounding awfully complex versus a third party. And you'd also have to support Apple, sign in with Apple. (laughs) Oh, right, right. (laughs) I haven't added that yet. Oh, why is this so bad? <laughs> Welcome to being a developer in 2022. Also, though, signing with Apple is maybe my favorite feature. I use yeah. it if, if there's a, if I have to sign up, even if it's on the web and there's a sign in with Apple button, I always sign in with Apple. Always. It's my number one. I do not want to sign in with anything else but Apple. Not going to lie. Fair enough. And I can't imagine that login system's that complicated. No. I'm sure it's just like an hour of programming. Fortunately, my website's just an ASP.NET website. It's super easy to add things to it and modify uh, and get it going. So out of all those alternatives, James, what, what do you think? Synchronize to my own server, run my own payment system, pay for revenue, cat, or give away the pro version on the other operating systems? I think that you roll it out on iOS and iPadOS because that's your your yeah. number one and see what the reception is, see how it goes, see how it's blah, 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 right? And then see if people yeah. complain. And then additionally, if you ever, ro- what I would do is on Android, it'd be easy for you to do. In-app, purchase, in-app, in-app subscriptions on Android are easy. In fact, they're even easier than iOS because mm-hmm. when you, on Android, when you ask for your purchases back, we talked about this before. Yeah. On iOS, when you ask for your purchases back, Apple gives you all of the purchases back. <laughs> so you have to then calculate what's the most recent purchase and then calculate the, the next date from that. Not app, not Google. Now Google's like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to return to you the current subscription. Yeah. <laughs> so like here it is and they return it to you until it expires. So yeah. it's really, really easy to, to implement. I would say that the, if you looked at my code, you'd be surprised at how easy it is to implement on Android. I think that the Android billing system, for all what I just talked about, the negativities, I got to update, I got to do this and that, it's way better than the original store kit. Now, that is saying a lot because I haven't used the North, new store kit, store kit two, because that's Swift only. And I would really like to use that because I do think it probably brings it up to par with, with Android. So I would probably, if you know, do that next. And, mm-hmm. and see how that looks. And then what I would say beyond that is see if people complain. Yeah. Because I'll tell you this much. So far, I haven't gotten one complaint about my cadence. And yeah. people have purchased it on multiple personal other devices. That being said, you should offer, since this is your first time doing this, you should offer, and I recommend the family, family plan. The subscriptions and in-app purchases can be shared between family members. So I'd recommend that. Aha, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So if I recall correctly, that one's just a checkbox, I believe, checkbox. in That's the it. subscription. Yeah. So just make sure that checkbox is I saw that one and I was curious. Uh so the the normal thing is to just share it. That makes sense. 
Just share it. It makes it makes the most sense. Imagine you're, you know, a family and you got some <laughs> kids and they all got eye circuits on their iPad. You want the, you you don't want them to have multiple subscriptions. You want them to buy once because that that would be that would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um this this is not sounding so bad. Now, would you say if you bought I I I agree with you. Start on iOS. Let's not overdo it. Otherwise, it's going to take me months to <laughs> release yeah. this thing. Um, but would you say in the platonic ideal of all this stuff, if you buy a pro subscription on Android, would you get that on iOS? Potato, potato. Yeah, can go either way, huh? You're you're not. Here's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to be negative, Frank. I'm just. I'm. Not, I'm just asking this an open forum. Everything. All ideas are allowed. You're not. You're not creative cloud. You know, you're not at that level. You know what I mean? Where you're in, you know, where you you have that many users. I think that's the thing. I mean, I know you have a lot of users, but how many of those users have multiple devices, you know, in general? Like, in fact, I would say creative cloud strength is that I have Lightroom on my PC and on my iPhone and they synchronize between them. Like, that's why I subscribe to it, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas... Mm -hmm. I don't think necessarily, you know, you need, need, yeah, you know, need that to be in there. Cause I do okay. feel like, especially in education, they're going to have an iPad or an Android tablet separately. Fair enough. But let me devil's advocate one okay. more time. I actually kind of agree with you that that's a decent argument. Um, the exception to that, I think, would be iOS versus Mac. Uh, I think there are a lot of iOS people that also own a Mac and vice versa. And so probably want to synchronize those two subscriptions, at least within the Apple ecosystem. Or what do you think? Oh, hmm. Trickier. Mm, are, are those not, those aren't the same app bundle. Oh, is iCircuit 3D the same app bundle? Uh, well, okay. I got a lot of app bundles out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I have three app bundles iCircuit iOS and iPad. That's one app bundle. iCircuit Mac, that's a whole nother app ID. And then iCircuit 3D, iOS and Mac, that's a whole separate one. So so iCircuit 3D is actually almost easier. Um, iCircuit has the unfortunate split between iOS and Mac, but that's more of a historical thing, I think. Yeah, that's a bummer town. Uh, I don't know how to remedy that because ideally, ideally you would want people to buy iCircuit on I feel like you want them to buy it on Mac or iOS, get it everywhere and subscribe and get every everything there. Yeah. Hmm. It's tough. And would you share it between the 3D version and the non-3D version? So these are the decisions I have to come up with. I'm definitely leaning on within the Apple ecosystem to share them. Kind of for the same but reverse argument of what you gave. You said that Android people are not the same as iOS people. Um, but by counter iOS or Apple people tend to have both of those things. So same argument. Hmm. Do they allow to share between apps or that aren't in the same app bundle? I have been trying to figure that out (laughs) as far as I can tell. No, especially not between Mac and iOS, but Everyone, if if you know better than me, please write in and let me know. Um, Apple definitely recommends in their current documentation that you shut down your Mac version and put that under your iOS Apple ID. 
Mm. And then um, then you only have one Apple ID, and then they can share subscriptions. So what they say is kill your Mac SKU and add the binary to your other one. Okay, so this says here, hold on. This says offering subscriptions to multiple apps. You can offer auto-renewable subscriptions, which you always want auto-renewable, to mm-hmm. access multiple apps. Each app must be approved to use auto-renewable in-app purchases and publish under the same developer account. Use App Store to connect to set up separate and equivalent auto-renewable subscriptions for each app included in the multi-app subscription so that people can subscribe from any app to help avoid paying multiple times for the same offering. Oh, wow, this is cool. Make sure to verify that they're active subscribers before showing any things. App Bundle. Okay, this is cool. Multi-app subscription. I think we both have to read some documentation. (laughs) I'm going to link it to you right now. Offering a subscription across multiple apps. Whoa, this is neato. Oh boy, now we're getting into it. (laughs) You should do this. This makes, I would, I would, if I were you, yeah, I would call this the, the, well, the thing is you need now an iCircuit 3D Pro mode, (laughs) but you could, I can do it. (laughs) You could, yeah, you could at least start with the blah, 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 but this could be the iCircuit Pro where it's like, hey, across all of my iCircuit suite of apps, right? So if you come out with iCircuit Meta, the metaverse uh-huh. that's the metaverse version okay so the way this works is they want you to have an app bundle and so you put it all under an app bundle and then you can do what it looks like mm. interesting interesting yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know if you're possible but it'd be cool yeah i've i've avoided bundles and this is, can I tell you about a neurosis I have, James? Yeah. <laughs> I have this problem of the Mac version and the iOS version of the apps being split. Mm. And I've never made an app bundle because I know from talking to other people, once you create an app bundle, you can never take down an app again. It's kind of oh. permanently there because it's been in an app bundle and you can't delete the app bundle. And so that would prevent me from ever merging the apps. <laughs> Even though I've in in eight years of being able to, I've never merged the apps. <laughs> yeah. So it's a weird neurosis that I haven't created an app bundle already. Maybe I should just get over myself and create this app bundle and move on with life. I will let you do the research and we will report back because there are many things for you to consider. It's a very slippery slope. See what happened there? You just got real yeah. deep in the weeds. Well, it's terrible. I, I, I had a very simple plan. I was executing on the plan. I talked to you and now I have to read 2000 documents and think things through. But I appreciate that. I, I did need to talk this through a little bit. You're welcome. I'm glad I could be there for you. Well, you're making all the big bucks. I'm just jealous. I want in on that money. Got to get that sweet. Let me open up my, my app store connect application <laughs> right now. I'm making that sweet just overflowing with dollars. They come in on a very random. It's like you've made three dollars. Do you think the end of summer will increase your sales or decrease your sales going into a winter? Fall sales always a spike. Nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Everyone going inside. Yeah, Man, I made thirty three dollars this week, Frank. No big deal. Gonna buy another house. <laughs> Nope, I made $200 in the last five weeks. It's really weird. One day, seven days, two weeks, five weeks, 13 weeks, 26 weeks. These numbers don't make any sense, Apple. 
<laughs> Anyways. Some kind of reconciliation schedule they have funny. Apparently. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's podcast. What do you think, Frank? I think I'm about to take a big gamble and I hope everyone wishes me luck. <laughs> Good luck. I'm excited for you. And I'm excited to see what happens. If you're excited for Frank, let him know. Maybe you have some opinions right into the show. MergeConflict.fm or hit him up on Twitter at Proclarum. You can also hit me up on Twitter at James Bonson. That's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next time, I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.